0: Hey guys, you're listening to Mustangology, your go-to source for all things Mustang. Be sure to follow along on your favorite podcast streaming network. Whoa, (laughs) who's that guy? Hello, hello. Jeez, it's been a minute, huh? Yes. Uh, To say the least, things have uh, been a little crazy in the world.
1: With the the unspeakable word that's going around?
0: We'll just call it the Rona? (laughs) No, yeah. Geez, guys. Um, obviously, probably every media outlet you turn to, or even on any social platform, that's all you see. It's kind of unfortunate, and it's put a huge damper, um, obviously, on on the world itself, but um, definitely on the automotive side of things. Oh, yeah. Plants shutting down.
2: Yep. Uh, My car stock shows. shares have taken a hit.
0: Your stock Jern's Stock shares. <laughs> and Ford. Yeah, Ford. Yeah. Um, ponies in the smokies was it was a big event that uh unfortunately got canceled due to this thing so not to dwell on that but that's kind of what's going on in this world yeah now, huh?
1: we were scrolling through a bunch of the feeds and couldn't find any big news topics so we're just going to jump right into it
0: jump right in
1: well you know what?
0: there is something like we say that there's nothing but there is something what zero oh, percent the zero percent 84 months Financing on all, most 2019 models from Ford.
1: Yep, and Roosh. Roush. And Roosh. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I had yeah, one dude on all he, Roush models. I, since I have the Roush banner on my car, he called it a Rouch.
0: A Rouch. <laughs> I've 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 gotten that one. I've gotten Roush, Roush, and yeah, Roche. Yeah, Roche. But that's that's I think that's our Canadian friends. A Roche. I can't say that too much because uh, we have a bunch of engineers up at Roush. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, you're my favorite if you're listening, my favorite Canadian, but uh, we are actually, today, we're going to give Chad Anderson a call, uh, product development engineer at Roush Performance, um, and a friend of of ours, and uh, he's had his hands in some pretty cool um, projects lately. Mm -hmm. Including one of his own. Yes, one of his own, which uh, is on the latest uh, Roush vehicle, the Jack Roush edition. So we're going to be able to talk through that. And he has a crazy uh, story about what he swapped. We're not going to tell you quite yet. We'll let let, uh, him tell you. But uh, let's give him a ring here. Make sure I remember how to do this. And ring. hello Chad it's Trevor and Jaron at Mustangology what's going on
2: Hey. I want to how are you guys doing
0: pretty good pretty good what are you up to
2: I'm driving uh, back to Pennsylvania right now for this uh, coronavirus <laughs> quarantine thing you gonna you gonna go' so. down up there yeah my parents and my girlfriend live there so I'll be there until this is over probably
0: <laughs> nice well well not nice but you know yeah well, I did yeah. I, I did see you posted <laughs> yesterday you're big into 3d printing. You were uh, a bunch of different accessories and stuff. That's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah. I like, I got into that, I don't know, probably like five years ago when it first like kind of was a new thing. And I was printing some like access port mounts for Subarus because I used to have a Subaru. Yeah. So I was printing those and I had them for sale and then I kind of got away from it when I, got busy with work and then now i'm kind of back into it again printing out little things so, so yeah what
0: i guess what yeah. are like the main things that you're printing out
2: so right now the the most popular things i'm doing is like a helmet hook or like a steering wheel hook for yeah. when you're uh, roll cage nice so as stupid as it sounds when you're like getting in and out of a car especially if it has like a roll cage it's, it's a pain right um just with like space so it's easy to take the steering wheel off but usually you throw it on the seat or something and then it's in the way so it's like just hang it up and then it's out of the way for you all right
0: so all all you track guys out there autocross everything else you uh need a need need a helmet (laughs) hook hit up chad We'll 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 have his information once we uh put the uh podcast out there so you'll be able to click somewhere in a link somewhere so speaking speaking of of
1: just uh on the topic of 3d parts did you know that the gt500 has a mass production 3d part on it
2: yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it is. I thought it was something with the brakes. I'm not really sure, though, or not.
1: Yeah, it's the brake line holder. Yeah, really? it's pretty cool. It's the first mass-produced vehicle to use it. Well, from Ford. I'm sure someone's done it, but to yeah. uh, it's a mass-produced Ford part, and it's a brake line holder. No way.
2: Yeah. So a lot of our like, prototype parts are 3D printed um, on like, Roush vehicles and stuff. That's, that's pretty cool, too.
1: Yeah, because I I had a chance to go up to the advanced manufacturing uh, facility up there, and oh yeah, like they that, were showing me the huge. tools. Yeah, they were showing me the tools. Just like, uh, I mean, how how much faster it speeds up the process from, you know, old ways of making the tools and stuff like that versus you know just changing the design on the 3D printer. If it doesn't work, switch it out and do that's it again. It's true because and like, yeah, you don't have to worry about it with
0: like moldings and templates. You yeah. can just go straight into.
1: And even the materials that they use, like they handed me one thing and they're like. Do you think this was 3D printed and it felt like straight metal? Like you bang it on the table, it felt like metal, sounded like metal. Like, no, we 3D printed it. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: yeah. they even have, like, you can take, like, a piece of, uh, like, you can do multiple materials in one thing. So, like, you could have, like, a hard piece of plastic and then you could put, like, rubber on top of it and it'll be, like, squishy. Like, kind of like, you, you could, like, print a wheel and a tire at the same time if you really wanted to. And the center would be like plastic or whatever the other material is. And the outside could be like a TPU or like just something that's kind of a little rubbery squishy. And it all like fused together, which is pretty cool. Yeah. that
0: is cool. Heck with buying new tires. I'm just going to 3d print them.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Might
2: be a little. Yeah. 3d printing is like rapid prototype is what it's called, but it's really not that fast. I mean, it's got way faster over the years, but it still takes a while to do it. But like you guys are saying, for prototype stuff it usually ends up being quicker because you don't have to wait for tools to be machines stuff like that. Right.
1: Yep.
0: That's awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about you. I know uh, your name is Chad Anderson and you're a product development engineer at Roush Performance. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been with Roush?
2: I started uh, about four years ago at Roush. Uh, I started in the entertainment systems group. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that group is, like, really secretive about stuff, but imagine, like, a theme park with, like, a mouth and then the rides for that. So I'm sure you can imagine what something that is. But oh, anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I uh, I swapped over to Rouse Performance going on. It'll, it'll be, like, two years in May, I believe. Um, and they were looking for an engineer, and the position came up, and I applied, and that's, like, the whole reason I applied to Rouse from the beginning. Was to get onto the automotive side, so I'm happy that that opened up for me, and uh, that's
0: where I am now. Heck yeah, cool. yeah. You're uh, well. My my distant away desk is not too far from yours. I like to come over and bug you yeah. guys every once in a while. Yep. My my favorite Canadians over there too. So I always have yep. to, come, yeah. to come see Luke. But <laughs> um, so with the time that you spent with Roush, what would you say? Probably your favorite. Um, let's let's say first project that that came to your desk and that you are most proud of or most exciting?
2: Uh, I'd say like the first thing that I worked on that was like entirely new thing and a little bit new in the whole market was the active spoiler for the new uh, Jack Roush edition and then the stage three. Um, So that's available on the 2020 and newer cars. Um, I mean, they said that they wanted to add something that was new and it would separate us from, like, everyone else, and that was one of the uh, topics or one of the items that they wanted to try and do. So we went and got working on it, and it ended up working. So that's pretty cool because, believe it or not, we started out with, like, um, Ford Explorer rear, like, glass hinges. Like, imagine your, like, tailgate. You take, like, the glass off that, like, the, the top portion that opens. Those hinges... We used on like our first prototypes, and then we used like the uh, Roush uh, 729 car, like the SEMA um, car.
1: Yeah.
2: That spoiler is kind of the shape that they wanted, so we used a spoiler off of that and kind of just made our prototypes from there. And then, I don't know, there's, there's a ton of design that went into packaging it all and all that. I could get into that a little bit, but it'll probably take a while.
0: No, heck yeah. Well, I think the coolest part about that is, Obviously, and, and I know a little bit about this being on being on that build as well was um, just like they came to you guys and basically said, hey, we obviously want to do the best to represent Jack himself. How do we represent it through the car? And so they're talking about Jack always being an innovator and being ahead of the industry. So that must have put pressure on you guys, because now they're coming to you and saying you need to come out with something that's not in the industry and that that performs really well. Um, and, and that's way ahead of the game. So, that, I mean, that's got to be some pressure on you guys, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're basically they're like, hey, here's like a Porsche active spoiler or here's like, Ferrari's have them, Lambo's have them, McLaren's have them. Like, we want to put one on the Mustang. We're like, okay, well, we'll uh, get working on it. So, <laughs> But it, it, I don't know if you've seen pictures. I'm sure you've seen them in person at FEMA and everything too. Um, but it's a nice carbon fiber spoiler. Um, all of the like actuators and control boxes and stuff is all inside the trunk and you can't see it unless you take panels apart. Um, and it kind of, and it's an active spoiler. So it depends on like the speed you're going and all the cars that have the active spoiler also have the active exhaust. So depending on where your switch is at, if you're in like four sport, track, um, it's going to go up and down depending on your speed that we have pre-programmed in there. So it, it it's definitely going to help you if you're just going to let it do its thing and you're at the track, or if you just want to go down the highway and just, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Cool.
1: I remember because we, I just thought about because when we were shooting it, yep, we did the whole thing and it, I think it's like 55 miles an hour or something like that. It'll yeah. go up and go down. Well, the, the, yeah. I think,
0: I think the best, best part about this active spoiler of what we're, we're the feedback from this has been obviously unreal from the Mustang community. But when people are once, as soon as people are able to actually drive with this, they're going to see the functionality of it. It's actually insane because, I, I, have I've obviously had a, a chance to drive it a handful of times, um, one out in North Carolina once in, when it was in Texas, um, I was driving with a, a fellow colleague miles and we're going down the road and he's switching it and you can literally feel the difference just going down, like, it like a, hunkers a, down. Yeah. Right? Like really actually hunkers down. So being able to drive a vehicle and actively move something and you can feel the mechanical and everything change on the car. I mean that's huge, and that's that's huge kudos to you guys for not only making something look good, um, but uh, obviously the the functionality of it is is there. So yeah.
1: and taking something that's usually on a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand dollar plus exotic vehicle and putting yeah. it on a Mustang, no, you exactly. just don't see it. I no. actually haven't seen like a the regular because I know they're an option on the twenty twenty. I mm-hmm. haven't seen one ordered with that yet. Um, yeah,
0: it's it, obviously because I'm I'm on the dealer side, so I see.
1: I, I wanna say but I think it was a late availability. Right. No, it is a late okay, availability, okay.
0: Yeah, but I, the interest is is completely there. I yeah. mean dealer dealers are definitely ready to take on that. So um no, heck yeah. What 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 would you say your favorite car um that came through Roush is?
2: Like that we produce or just cars that just, like it, we yeah. get to work on and stuff like that? It, or it could, it
0: could be anything. It could be, yeah, it part of the, the vehicle product or it could be on just a vehicle that was brought in or something that you worked on?
2: I think my favorite one has got to be one of our engineering vehicles. Um, it's a 15 that has a 2018 drivetrain in it. And that car just kind of have a, has a whole bunch of different bits from 18 for 15. It's basically the car that if we have something new, we just throw it on that car. So it's got all the cool stuff on it. It's got the big brakes. It's got the, the new wheels and it has that spoiler. The disc cooler. It's got pretty much anything you can option on a Roush car. That car has it. Nice, um,
1: yeah. I so I personally like the 15, 17 better than the 18-plus stuff.
2: Yeah, it's got the 15. It's got the Roush front, front uh, fascia on it, too, so it looks really cool. And it has a little scoop and everything.
1: You know, that's so. that's so tough for me
0: to answer because the thing about it, when it came out in 15, I remember staring at it. I was, I was at a dealer at the time. I remember staring at it. I'm like, I don't like it. Looks, I loved it. it I looks, thought it was super aggressive. But, like, a solid month goes by, and I was like, this is a Mustang to me now, and I liked it.
1: <laughs> well, that's how it is with everyone. Like, when and the, the S550 came out, yeah. everyone was like, Ugh, it looks like a Fusion. It's too European. No, but everyone yeah. loves it. I don't yeah. know. With this newest yeah. fascia,
0: I, I like the new fascia. I think it's aggressive. I think it's w- well done. Oh, it's aggressive. Yeah.
1: But if I got to compare the two, I'd go with 15. Well, and now, 15, if, yeah,
0: if we're going to keep on the fascia side, and and... Obviously Chad, you have a big hand in this too. The cooling and the functionality of the aero pockets and everything now is I mean substantial yeah. increase from, from previous years. So that's super exciting to see obviously in the market. The the cooling package that you guys did and the type of testing yeah. that that yeah. you guys have, have told me was just it's crazy. But uh well, let's talk about uh Well do
1: you want to touch base on the cooling package? A no. Bit? No? Okay. Yeah, we can. Well, I mean, because that's like from nineteen to twenty, that's a big difference. No, and definitely. Then, I mean like if you want to Chad, you get you good with talking about that? No secrets. Yeah, is there? Yeah.
0: All right. No so, Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so I guess um cooling, we, we saw a huge opportunity with cooling and we took it. And so do you do you wanna to touch on that?
2: Yeah, so for 2020, they wanted to not only have, you know, the spoiler and everything, but they wanted to increase, like, uh, cooling capacity, not only of just, like, cars that are supercharged, but also cars like um, the, the base cooling uh, package. So, basically, on all the Stage 3s, you get an extra engine radiator in one of the corner pockets, you get an extra supercharger, or LTR, is what they call it. And then there's also like the normal LTR in the front of the grill. So you basically have two radiators for your supercharger and then two radiators for your engine. So that's kind of cool. That's, if you look at like GP 350 it's similar to that. And GP 500 um, it's basically the same way, the um, same methodology. Uh, DR1, Corvette, I mean, all the people that are making tons of power and they want it to last on the track so you don't have to like come in for it's overheating, that's what you have to do. So, that was a huge improvement when we did we did i don't even know how many days of track days, but we did a ton of testing to see which like orientation worked, which routing of the hoses how many floors we need how big they need to be you know there's a lot of little details that you wouldn't think about like you think you just want to shove the biggest floor you can in there but it's not always true um so but yeah and then also the uh automatic get a upgraded uh, transmission cooler so that's like a, a little bit thicker than factory and it's stock location and everything and then all cars that are non-convertible get a rear diff cooler so it's similar to the gt350 but it's a little bit bigger and the pump it's, it's not active but it's it's like a smart system so inside the calibration of the cars there's like a certain point where like the engine will start shutting down it's stuff starts to get too hot and it's just like that for Ford, port um, so you don't you know hurt the engine but basically we found the point where the diff temp is going to start you know limiting power and stuff and we set the point of when the diff pump turns on just below that so it's not one all the time because it's oh yeah you know it, it's flowing a ton of fluid and it's a little noisy um but if you're at the track and pushing your car you're not going to care that it's there keeping your disc fluid um, at the, right. you know, good temperature. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, like, little things like that on the car that you wouldn't really see unless you put it up on the lift. Or wouldn't even know it's there unless you push the car. So, like, you know what I mean? It's one of so. Yeah, track conditions. Yeah. Cool. yeah.
1: Like, when I was shooting the Jack Roush tradition, I don't know. Like, when I get a new car that I haven't really seen, I just kind of like to take it in from all angles. And for whatever reason, because I didn't even know there was a diff cooler on it. And for whatever reason, I yep. just got down and I saw it and I was like, dang, there's a little fan on the diff. And I was like, it actually looks pretty sick from this angle. Um, yeah. So, yep. yeah.
2: It's got, I mean, it, it has a lot of good parts on it for that, for the diff cooler part as well. Um, it uses like a GT350 rear cover. So it's pretty similar to that, like I was saying earlier. But, I mean, for, for what we needed, this is what worked best. No, and like sure. it, it doesn't limit any clearances for going in and out of like garages or, um, you know, like if you're going up on a curb, not a curb, but you know, like a driveway. Whoa, it's not whoa, whoa. Was that a dig your... at
0: Mustang owners?
2: No, <laughs> not curve? really. <laughs> I mean, they have really good stability control.
0: <laughs> no. <that's good. laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. I'm 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 excited to uh, just just like the the. Carbon active spoiler, the same thing with this cooling package. I'm excited for the, yeah. for the consumers and owner side because it's so easy to knock. Um, I mean, you see, you guys see this on all forums and platforms. I mean, the first thing is like lack of power or cooling people always go after. Oh, it, it heats soak yeah. this and this issue. It's like, okay, guys. So I'm super excited to see this one hit the road. Um, I know that there's been tons of testing and development um, side of it. I heard about Michigan. Uh, speedway, you guys just running that thing up and no issues. Yeah, with, with, I guess
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got to go and test the spoiler on the track there to make sure everything was okay at at speed. So I got a couple laps in at like a, above 150 mile an hour, nice. and that was that was pretty exciting.
0: Oh heck yeah! See, that was a yeah. That was the perks of, of of your job. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, uh, it's like it's like we need to go test the spoiler, and we're like, all right, I'll go.
0: <laughs> heck yeah!
2: So Sign that's the cool up. part. No,
0: that is cool. Well, so on that track you were you were going straight, but on other tracks and and one of your hobbies you go sideways. Yeah. So you got oh, yeah. yeah got into <laughs> got into drifting. Uh, let's first mm-hmm. talk about what you swapped, what you put in it. Um, we know this is a Mustang channel but we're gonna go a little bit on the off-road side or should i say the it, euro it, side <laughs> it, it's
2: more mustang now than yeah i know right. European. yeah i think you're yeah. right yeah so tell, it's tell got us a lot of story. different random things <laughs> so i mean well first i mean i moved i'm, I'm originally from pennsylvania so i moved out here in uh, 2016 so for for work so i didn't know a single person in michigan i just i wanted the job and i decided to move out here so One of the things I was trying to figure out is how to, like, make friends and, you know, meet people. And I was always into drifting, just watching online. So I'd go to the events and take some, like, pictures and video. And then after, like, a year of that, I decided I wanted to buy my own car. So I decided to find, you know, one of the better chassis that's relatively inexpensive, a BMW E46. So I got that car for, like, $1,300 or something. It had a couple of random, like, issues with it. Um, you know, just general maintenance fixes for the most part. And I drifted out for about a year and a half. So that's like the car that I started with. And then so wait real
0: fast. So that's how you're saying you got friends. So drifting gets the chicks you're saying.
2: <laughs> well, I had my girlfriend before I started. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Drifting. Okay. So but, drifting gets the friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of my friends are from drifting, um, just or cars in general. Right. <laughs> so.
0: Sorry, I, I need to start drifting.
1: Apparently, I need more no. friends. No, just, no,
0: or at least get eight good. kills
1: on Modern Warfare. Oh,
0: <laughs> whoa. We're not even getting into that. All right, sorry. Yeah. Totally threw you off.
1: So, yeah,
2: so what were we talking about?
1: Yes, 846, 46 and E46. then we were getting to the good part, which is the power Oh, parent.
2: okay. Okay, yeah. So, you know, the car has like 160 horsepower or something like that from factory. And after like a year and a half, I decided that I wanted a little bit more power so I could hang with a couple other people that have, you know, popular in the drifting world is take a 240 and put an LS in it. And that's like everywhere now, apparently. So I wanted to turbo my
0: car. (laughs) That's a bad word on our channel. You can't say that. Sorry.
2: Well, yeah. We'll bleep it out. Don't worry. We'll bleep it out. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I wanted to turbo the car because that's just like the easiest thing you would think to do. Um, and then I started looking into the engine and it's really not the best for that. And the amount of money I'd spend on that, I'd, you know, I'd eventually want to swap a V8 in it. So I decided to just do that from the get go. And I was able to find a, um, kind of like a Copart car and got a five liter from a Gen two, uh, Mustang. So like a, or not Gen two Mustang, like a Gen two coyote. So it was from a 15, so I got the engine, the transmission, the dash, like that, the entire uh, body harness, like with the PCM and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I swapped that into the BMW. Nice. So I thought it would be, I mean, and this is the only E46 that I can find with a Coyote in it. There's one other person that did an E36, which is a little bit older uh, of More a model, but too. I, yeah, it, they're basically the same chassis, but I couldn't find any examples online cuz like sweeps the bad word engine if you just <laughs> google any happy. any car and then beep swap <laughs> it uh like there's pages on like how to swap it into whatever you want and it's not really like that yet with the coyote but there's tons of uh, places that are making swap kits for all different vehicles now so i had to make it all by myself so that was my project i did over was that over 2019 or no 2018 winter um so that was that was pretty interesting.
0: Dang. So Sounds so fun. how much horsepower are you pushing now?
2: So that's got the Roush uh phase one kit on it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like six seventy and like five, like five forty five fork or something Jeez. like that at the crank. So Caudi Engine so, TVS yep.
0: twenty three hundred yep.
2: phase one. Yeah.
0: Supercharger. <laughs> in, mm-hmm. a, in an E forty six.
2: That yeah, weighs, I mean, weighs I mean, how much? It weighs. Last time I weighed it, it, weighed three with the motor and everything is mm-hmm. three thousand and eighty pounds. Jeez. Dang. How? What is so, that like
0: driving? Well, okay, t- let's talk about the first time that you drove it with that setup.
2: So I have to send you the video. This oh yes. Okay, perfect. Because we'll, we'll I I had a couple of my friends go with me. I'm like, hey, like there's a test and tune. It's only ten dollars to go. I want to go and at least take down the car. I didn't have like front bumper on it, no headlights the stuff was basically just it was running and I was like I want to go drive it to like see what's going on so anyways I get there and I'm like okay everything's good I I told my buddy I'm like hey I'm gonna go do a couple donuts and then come back in and then see like how it is so I go out and do a couple donuts and then I just go and do like five laps on the track and this thing is like you don't have to see the video because there's just smoke coming everywhere (laughs) like it I was driving I was like holy crap I was like this is ridiculous like I was, I was like yelling like while I was driving because I was so excited <laughs> it was working. I was That's like, awesome. "Holy smokes, this is working!" That so is yeah, because so awesome. I I did the whole swap in like four months. Wow. So dang. yeah, it's pretty quick, yeah, especially with working no,
1: no guidelines yeah. or no like no basically like a, a blueprint of how to do it. Well, yeah, and with yeah the,
0: with Michigan weather, you well, only have four months to. <laughs> well, I guess it yeah, helps I, having
1: that engineering mindset as well.
2: Yeah, like basically. I had like a general timeline I like wrote on a piece of paper. And if I didn't hit those dates, I like was like freaking out inside. Cause I knew I was cause, like the first event I wanted to get to was in April, which was like a couple weeks after that first test I did. Um, so basically if I ever ran into an issue where there was tons of issues where like this was hitting this thing and it's like one of them has to move. So you just got to pick which thing you're cutting. And it's kind of, you got to pick what you want to cut. Right. Like, re- like, I don't know. Looking in the future of what else might you actually need that for? So it it was a lot of planning and stuff like that. So heck yeah! And didn't you cool.
0: didn't you put the dash the was it the fifteen Mustang dash in it too?
2: Or yeah. The yeah, I have the entire dash, like, <laughs> even, like, the sink and stuff in it, and I have now, like, the center console, like, the top holders and stuff.
1: <laughs> nice. So, basically, Which is is actually is, really it's a Mustang
0: nice. with a E46 shell. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah,
2: I have a I have a 13 Mustang yeah. uh, as, like, my daily that supercharged as well, and that's what I'm in right now, and, like... I'm jealous that the dash in the Beamer is like newer than the one in my, <laughs> my other car. I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous, but <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So the reason I had to do that, I originally was going to swap just the gauges and like kind of retrofit it into the BMW dash. But in order to use the stock body harness and not have to do a ton of like, uh, not calibration, but like a lot of
1: like rigging
2: to get it. To, yeah. I'd, called rigging probably okay. <laughs> but in order to get everything to work because like the start button like all the security like i have to use the mustang key to start it so like the key has to be in the car just like it would on like a, a like a 15 mustang like it's it's crazy wow because it's literally a mustang you just have to it's just in a bmw and like Wait, my so it headlight a mustang key yeah
1: oh my god yeah, it came with all the pcm and stuff that so is that's great oh yeah, yeah that's true huh Jeez.
2: yeah and like if you don't have the key in the car it won't start like a normal thing so wow. i have like the the whole dash lights all rigged up to my headlights now i want to get it so like the key fob will lock my doors eventually but i <laughs> i'm not there yet that's a I of other like, little things
1: next thing you got to figure out how to retrofit the door handle so you can do keyless entry and <laughs> then to push to yeah and to touch the to close
2: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah that would be a little that would be hard do a trunk pop and a drift.
0: <laughs> Smoke starts coming yeah.
2: out. Yeah. Well, my trunk popped the one time. I, I smacked the wall with it so that oh I can gosh. I can do that on demand if I want.
1: Oh, one, yeah. one thing before we wrap it up. Who, so who is your pro FD driver, your favorite?
2: It's got to be Justin Paul. Hey. JTP. So, low, bro. Yeah,
1: He's
2: yeah I mean, I, I wish I could say my car's as cool as his, but it's not. Hey dude It's, it's kind, it's kind it's of the there. same thing But it's not really <laughs>
0: Yeah kind of If you squint yeah. If you squint And like turn <laughs> sideways
2: Yeah bit. I mean if you have your eyes closed And you listen to them They're kind of sound yeah. the same But
0: <laughs> Wait 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 yeah. No I, I want to bring up one thing <laughs> How many Fox <laughs> stickers Did you have on your car If people don't know oh, we'll, yeah. we'll post a picture of this too Because this is the funniest thing ever When you look at it from a distance It looks like the camouflage wrap mm-hmm. But when you get up yeah. It's a bunch of Fox stickers And by the way We're not sponsored by Fox I have to say Like that. Fox Racing, yeah. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Fox, yeah, like yeah, black yeah.
1: and white. Oh, sticker. Like the suspension company. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So, the car, the car was red when I bought it, and then you know through learning of drifting, you're gonna crash eventually. So I ended up smoking the front end um, at, on a wall. So, anyways, I got that fixed. I had like four different colored body panels, and I didn't really want to pay to paint it. So I ran into I mean at, at, at Roush we put a bunch of box suspension on all of our vehicles. Well not most of the trucks anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um so there's a ton of decals that we don't really use. So I was just collecting them and just put them all over the car. It was like my cheap wrap. <laughs> Sticker It was literally, so, no, it was
0: literally <laughs> completely covered. The That's whole thing cool. was, yeah, yeah. It really yeah. was. I mean
2: it the car's blue now. I wrapped it blue. Yeah. yeah um, really good but now. Yeah. The cool thing was like whenever I would bump into the wall or something, I would just put more stickers over it. So like some (laughs) spots were like a half inch thick of stickers (laughs) and like you couldn't tell. That is so great. So yeah. Heck yeah.
0: Well, we'll wrap up with the final question that we ask everyone. If you could build um, any Mustang or you can have something that's already built, it could be the Eleanor, it could be anything. what, Mm -hmm. What would you choose or what would the build look like?
2: It would probably be like a 15 up chassis, like a rest, like 15 up chassis Mm -hmm. with like a 69 Mustang outer body on it with, you know, the fifth or an 18 dash with the digital dash and then it would be a drift car. Heck yeah. So. Yeah, I think that would be pretty sweet. That would be pretty sweet. Let's <laughs> make that happen,
0: Don. Let's make kinda that kind of like
2: a Hoonigan. Kind of like a Hoonigan car. Yeah, no, exactly. you can imagine that. Heck yeah. Yeah.
0: That is awesome. Now that's a good choice. But uh yep. well, Chad, you drive safe. Wash your hands. Stay away from any yep. coffin. We need I'm you. I'm almost
2: home, so awesome,
0: that'll work. Awesome. Well, drive safe, man. <laughs> Thank you so much for jumping on with us, and we will yep. talk to you soon.
1: Thank you so much. All right. All right. See yep. you. Buddy. See, Bye. See you guys. Bye.
0: That is such a cool job. Yeah,
1: he's I, cool. I, I
0: mean, obviously, I'm sure people are figuring out, yes, I work for Roush, um, but not I, my job's not near as cool as his. I well, mean, mine mine's cool, but his is just like, think about you can sit down at a table, talk about something. And then make it happen. And then create it, and then create the functionality of it, and then the look, and I mean, there's so much, there's just the design, the functionality, and I guess the engineering that goes into it is is is. Um, to, to say the least is, is pretty neat And they always get nervous when I walk by Because they like papers start getting Rolled up, <laughs> oh Trevor's coming over What is he gonna, he's gonna share on social media <laughs> No, just kidding But uh, no, those guys uh, Just, I, I can't say enough And I'm really not speaking just because I'm biased towards Roush, but The engineers over at Roush, I mean those guys Are absolutely top notch Put in tons of time with the products um, Fitment Design, engineering, functionality, performance, everything is there. And uh, Chad, um, I've um, got to know Chad. Such a good guy. Luke and Andrew and uh, all those guys over there. So big shout out to them. Well,
1: I guess that is uh, that is it. Yep, from our hiatus. We got one hiatus. done. We yeah. got like three or four
0: ready know, to go. Right, yeah. We're about to jump on the next line with, I can't tell you. You're going to have to listen to the next episode. <laughs> so, uh Thanks so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, be sure to, uh, if this is on social, like it, share it, tell your friends about us, tag us. Um, if you guys want to tell a story, anything Mustang-related, please uh, shoot us a message. If you have our numbers, give us a call. Uh, other than that, head over to mustangology.com. To follow us on Facebook, Instagram. It's and- like on
1: Facebook, follow on oh Instagram. gosh.
0: I had <laughs> to. Ron. he's social media specialist over here um yeah yeah so that's it say hi this is such an awkward (laughs) sign off uh how about you guys just hang up and i'll probably still be talking but just hang up or not hang up but you know turn it off just we're cutting it here where's the where's the want 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 let me see if i can find (laughs) it there you go all right i'll see you guys